Before we begin today's show, I just want to put out there publicly that I am looking for a girls' high school principal who would like to come on Chinuch 2.0 to be interviewed about running a girls' high school. If anyone has any contacts with a girls' high school principal who would like to be interviewed, please reach out to me so that we could get them on the show. Welcome to Chinuch 2.0, a show about the massive changes happening to how we do Chinuch, some of which may never be the same again. So the summer is coming up. And for many of us in America, we have a unique phenomenon, something called summer camp, which is a 10-week off from yeshiva experience that we give the boys vacation from the regular structure of school, and they go to camp, whether it's sleepaway camp or day camp. Now, the, the whole concept of summer camp is something that's quite difficult. Chazal teach us, it's the children's learning that keeps the world going. And here we go and take the kids away from yeshiva for 10 weeks a year. Fifth of the year is gone. I decided to reach out to a good friend of mine who's a Rebbe and runs boys camp and a girls day camp. His name is Rebianki Hirsch. And to ask him this question. And he shares with us a very interesting thought that tells us maybe why camp is a good thing. Now, there are a lot of questions that people should have about the summer months and about summer day camp. Who are the counselors that are spending so much time with our boys? Are they Shiva Bachrim? Are they good role models? What about color war? Is color war a good thing? Do the kids learn anything good from color war? Or is it just cause kina and fighting and competition? What about the trips that the camp takes them on? Where are they taking them? What's the point of all these trips? Who are the rabbayim that are teaching our boys? Are they putting themselves into it? Are they really giving them, putting an effort into making sure the boys learn? Or are they just looking for a way to make some money and not give it much effort? And we also bring up an interesting question as what the parents' role is in the whole issue of summer camp. Let's go to our interview with her Bianchi Hirsch. We're speaking with her Bianchi Hirsch. He's a Rebbe in Yeshiva Ketan of Long Island. And he also runs the day camp, the Arevim and Arevos for girls and for boys. It's Arevim in the five towns. Shalom Aleichem, Rabbi Yanki. Shalom Aleichem, Aaron. How are you? Wonderful Very to speak good. to you. So uh, you're, you're, you're a rabbi and you also run a day camp. So let's talk about the whole concept of the summer, which is kind of an American invention, this whole summer break to give 10 weeks off. For the, for the kids in, in yeshiva, they're, they're, they're getting 10 weeks off from yeshiva. And uh, it's probably, it's a fifth of the year. It's a, it's a big hush for a chunk of time. So tell me, what, there's, there's, I'm sure there's pros and cons from summer vacation. What's your feeling as a Rebbe and as a director of a day camp? What's your feeling about this whole summer break? That's a very good question, Aaron. And uh, the truth is that it depends, really depends on the boys. There are certain boys that if we can make 
camps 10 months long and yeshiva two months long, it, that would be much better for them. <laughs> than their probably when I was growing up, I, I can't say probably, I definitely fit into that category. Right. And then you have uh, then you have some boys uh, that uh, you know they fit in uh, where we're ten months is uh, yeshiva and two months uh, for dance that uh, that also you know that works as well. But um, you know the, the, the truth the truth is is that when you you have two months you have two months in the summer and 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 a child gets to be creative in a in a totally different environment, not in not in a box setting. And he, he's able to flourish in, in things that he likes and things that he's good at. Uh, you really, you really can't, in terms of in terms of confidence for a child. There's no question that, that it's a tremendous smile to have in camp in the summer for as long as you can have it. Obviously, you have to weigh the the the, the ruchnius, and you have to make sure that the environment is a ruchnistic environment where he where he's excelling in his ruchnius as well. It's not. It's not enough to just be confident, and it's not enough just to be, uh, you know, have a good time. But uh, obviously, it has to be done in a, in a proper rookie sense. So, can you give a little bit more examples of, like, what do you mean, like, a kid that that, that does better in camp? In what way, like, socially, academic, sports? Like, what way do you see do you see these things happen? I can tell you in many different aspects of camp, we have those type of things. You don't have those settings in yeshiva. Uh, you only really only have it in camps. First of all, uh, depends what type of camps. Certain camps, uh, for instance, uh, you know, sleepaway camps. So you know, they'll, they'll have night activities and they'll have plays, and the child can get up there and he can act out uh, a play. Or there's a choir and they're in the they're in the you know and he, and he can and he has a good voice uh, so, and he can all of a sudden be popular, you know, amongst his friends because he has he can sing uh, sports. You know, you're not talking about 10 minutes of recess. You're talking about leaks and things like that. And all of a sudden, he, he, he's able to flourish in things that he is able to uh, excel in and uh, that come easier to him than maybe during the yeshiva setting where it doesn't come as easy, whether it's learning, whatever else it is in yeshiva. Many times you have uh, things that are not in the yeshiva setting and they're solely in camp where a boy will do much better than he would do in yeshiva. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that helps him for, for the whole year, it carries him through the whole year. Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the question of whether you need 10 weeks or not is a, is a, is a great question. And that's, a, that's an, I would say, a, a, good, a good subject to talk about. But whether or not if camp is done correctly, uh, if it could propel a, a child for next year, uh, whichever grade he might be, uh, there's no question that camp has to do that. That's what camp is there for. Mm. I, I had children, uh, even in learning, uh, a child during the summer learned, you know, they, during the year he wasn't doing that well. But in the summer, there was a different environment and there were different incentives and different programs and prizes. And he flourished so much so that when he came into the next year, the Rebbe, who was expecting to get a child, which was not uh, 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 you know, an olive or even a base student, he came in with such a high. And it changed his whole, his whole regard, which changed by, between him and his Rebbe. 
And uh, it, it, there's no question that that's, that's a very big part. If camp is done right, then it, it can do wonders, maybe even more than what yeshiva can do to a child. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. <laughs> very powerful. So, so, so tell me, tell me a little bit more. Your, your camp, you started this camp, the Camp Raven for the boys. Focus on the boys for now. What, what, do you, what did you feel like? What was your main tachlis in, trying, in, in, in starting the camp? What were you trying to accomplish? Like how to, to run the camp in a, in, a, in a certain way that brings out these things that you're talking about? So I'll tell you like this. To, to make a camp um, successful, obviously, in order to make a camp successful in the, as a day camp in the New York area, there's a lot going on out there. There's a lot going on out there, and I would tell if any boy would come over to me and they ask me where to, you know, go for, 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 you know, camp, or a parent comes over to me and tells me, you know, my child is thinking about going to a uh, sleepaway camp, uh, you know, maybe you should go to day camp. And my first thing is, is that if he wants to go to sleepaway camp and it's, a, and it's an option by the parents to be able to do it, totally, the, 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 there's no question that sleepaway camp outweighs the day camp. Why, why, why is that? Because a sleepaway camp is 24 hours. Sleepaway camp is full shmiro. Sleepaway camp is away from the city. Culture. Away from the city. No even though they're, even though they're away from the, from the home, away from their parents, to protect, you know, and there's other things can happen in a sleepaway camp also that are not so good for the child's ruchniyah. So again, uh, so we have to press it. That's very, very, very important to make sure that we know where our where our Talmudim and where our children are going to, to which camps to go to. Many times parents don't even think of asking the simple questions that Mamish can child's life. You know, what goes on? What are the Hashboys in the camp? What, the, what, what does the camp allow into their camp? Do they allow electronics? Do they allow uh, internet capability uh, devices? Uh, you know, what do they do on their rest time? Who, from which yeshivas are the other boys coming? Many times there's a trend, and all of a sudden, oh, yeah, let's just go because I remember uh, 10, you know, 10, 20 years ago when it was camp. You have, to, you have to do research. No matter where you go, you have to do research. And of course, it has to fit in with your ashkopis, and it has to fit in with the proper things that you want your child to have. And if uh, a parent doesn't do that, then that, 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 that's an issue in itself. You have to make sure, just like you are looking for, for anything else that you're looking for your child, you got to make sure, especially you got to make sure that the, the child can, right. is, is, is appropriate. Right. Um, but that being said, if the child is able to go to sleep away, not everybody is, but if a child is able to go to sleep away, and the parent can afford it, and uh, everything uh, fits in that he'd be able to go. I, I, I'm the first one to tell everybody that that's definitely a mm-hmm. to get to get away from the city. There's, there's no, there's nothing better than going to sleepaway camp. Right. Um, that being said, if someone's not going to sleepaway camp, or they're too young to go to sleepaway camp, or uh, for whatever reason. They're not able to put a sleepaway camp. The, the, the mile of a day camp has to be so much so that they're busy for as much as possible throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And by the time they're home, they're eating supper and they're fermented and they're tired and they're white. 
you don't want them being bored at home in the city, having nothing to do. That is probably, that's, that's, that's not a good thing that you right. want. For, for the Ruchnius, for the Ruchnius. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Right, right. So you, so that, so you, so in your camp, you, you, you structure the schedule that it's a full, full day. So it's very good. So we structured, and in terms of our camp, we structured the schedule that by the time we have an extra, for instance, some other camps they'll they'll go until three thirty, four o'clock, four thirty. For the older boys in our camp, we have. Until supper. If I, I know I have, I, have, I have a friend, like I said, uh, um, Yadidin, uh, another good friend of mine, uh, Rabbi Yosef Sanjayim. He has, a, not only does he have until supper, I think he has after supper. And again, for this purpose, that a child should be occupied the entire day that he's here. Um, so we have until 30 by us. Uh, by the time they get home, they come and they eat supper, and then after supper, uh, you know, the boys. There's a program actually in our uh, community. There's a a program where they can do a night seder and they can uh, do some other things. But uh, there's no question that that our program is based on trying to make sure that the children are throughout the day very occupied. Mm-hmm. What kind of trips do you take the boys on in, in, in the camp? Like, what, what, what kind of trips and what's the, like, what's the goal? What are you, you know, obviously it's fun, but, like, talk, talk about, like, how the trips come in and, what, and what, what, what you're trying to accomplish with them. So we definitely want to bring a, a, a sleepaway feel to camp. We started doing overnights in you know, in our camp, we started doing overnight uh, to take the boys out and let them, A, to show them around outside of New York and be able to show them around the different places in the Northeast. Um, you know, just things that maybe they wouldn't do throughout the year, things that they wouldn't uh, maybe do with their families will take them to, you know, different places. And uh, that's basically what we will do on the overnights. Uh, then there's obviously other trips, exciting trips, and day trips, and uh, late nights, and barbecues, and kumzits, and, and different types of things just to keep the boys occupied. Mm-hmm. Right. So the main, the main goal you're saying is really the kids should feel good, and they should, feel, they should be kept busy. You know, we're, we're all into as parents, we all want our kids to have a fun time. But <laughs> everybody knows once you get married, you have a family, life is not, it's not fun. <laughs> that doesn't take up much, you know, the fun parts of life are not, uh, are not the icker. Uh, like, right. what's the message right. we're giving? So, what's the message we're giving to the kids? Uh, they should have the fun now before life gets serious. Like, what, what, what are we doing? <laughs> Yeah, you gotta, you gotta be busy. Just be busy. Obviously, on everybody's level, if you have a, you have a child on his level, he should be busy. And, uh, and obviously, as he gets older, hopefully it uh, transforms into more mature things to uh, be busy with entire and be busy with uh, mitzvahs and being busy with, with things that uh, are the most important. But uh, as children, we want to make sure that they're safeguarded, that, they're, that there's a proper schmear for them, and uh, that they can have a great time uh, w- within that frame. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I want, I want to get to the learning part soon, but before that, I just, I'm sure it's very hard. It's, it's, it's hard to find good counselors. I'm sure it must be hard. <laughs> it's not something that's, uh, that's easy to find. So how do you make sure that you get counselors, that you have enough counselors, and also that they should be people that, they should, they should be good people, that the kids should, you, you feel comfortable having your kids around them? That's a very, very good question. And not only is that a good question, Aaron, but especially this year where Elzman starts so early. Uh, I I would say most camps this year are having a tremendous, one of the hardest things that they're having a hard time with is their staff, is being able to get an appropriate good staff, Erlich's staff, and uh, to be able to, uh, you know, fill their staff. It's Mm. just, uh, it's one of those things this year which are very, very hard. Mm. Um, obviously, we need to the Shemayas. And one of the things that we started doing as the years have gone by was to create, a, to create an Avira for the, not just the kids to have a great time, but to let the counselors feel like this is the place they want to be. Uh, you know, they'll reminisce about certain trips and certain overnights and certain things that we've done. And um, it's, it's, there's a certain avira with the counselors. It's, they'll come, not the, not the, not, I have nothing to do. Okay, so let me uh, park myself. Uh, you know, I, need, I need a job. Yeah, I need a job. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So well, the, the tricky part is, like we said before, that just, you know, of course we need counselors, but then what are they going to do with their summers? Yeah. So it's very important to, to incorporate a program for the counselors themselves, whether it's mm-hmm. a night activity, whether it's a night singer and a, and a, and a, and a, and a, and a, you know, and a comes after or mm-hmm. a, or basketball and a something a few you, times. You feel, you feel in a Christ for the staff also, not just for the, not just for the, the campers. Absolutely. Absolutely. You have to, because you can't leave the staff. You just can't, you can't leave. They're going to come to a day camp and they're going to take a prize for the boys. You can't not feel even to not want to take a prize uh, for them. And, 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 and there's no question as, you know, uh, you're talking about 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds. You, you don't want them being alone in the summer, not having what to do. So as the years gone by, this is something that we put into our program. And hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll have success. But there's no question that they have to, as much as the children have to be busy, the counselors have to make sure that they're busy. You, you don't want, uh, you definitely don't want adults to be, to be uh, thumpering around, you know, right. during the summit. You know. Yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's a very good point. And it's, it's, you know, it shows how, how, how careful you're trying to be that uh, the counselors are good people. <laughs> to be with the kids by, by by taking care of their ruchnis as well, making that part of your responsibility. Correct. Mm-hmm. Very good. Okay, uh, my camp day camps is competition. Baruch Hashem, there's a lot of other day camps, and you have to you know you have to prove yourself. So one of the things that the camps are very into is color war. <laughs> It's color war. If we have like a real hush for color war breakout, that's something the kids talk about for, for, for months afterwards. And that's how you stand out. But 
I mean, colorable comes with a lot of negatives. I'm sure. I'm sure you, you know, everybody knows. What, what? 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 What's your feelings about colorable? Well, I'll, I'll tell you like this: Color War by sleepaway camps are very different than Color War in day camps in general. Uh, that's what I've come to find over the past many years. In, in sleepaway camps, it's almost a um, life support of the camp and the grand scene and on the matters and the 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 the, 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 the the three or four days where counselors don't sleep at night and the from from nonstop what the counselors and everybody has to go through for a color it's tremendous tremendous I love you by the way it's not the right. you know kids don't even stop half of what these counselors and, and generals and whatever they you know the the ones that are working on the color we're doing right. but it's not I can't say it's on that sphere when it comes to day camp color work. so it's pretty hard to ask me, you know, to ask me this specific question. Because mm. it, I, you know, I don't have that type of color war, uh, you know, in day camp. But that being said, we do have color war, and it's very intense. And there's a lot of sports and a lot of, uh, you know, then there's the thing we do. We have skits and we have different things that we do. Um, for the most part, it's... Yeah, it, it's, it is, it's, it's, you know, it's not, I don't think it's much free. I don't see, you know, yes, you win, you lose, and there's nothing wrong with someone knowing I didn't win. We don't, you know, in today's society, everything has to be so, uh, you know, mommied. And so, uh, you know, a child can come home and say, yes, I will. Overprotective. We're very overprotective about kids. <laughs> I, to, to an extent, there is that degree where we get very overprotective and we can't allow our child to, 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 to even smell or to get near a, a, a uh, you know, something that disappointing. doesn't, yeah, disappointment and doesn't go his way. And uh, that, that there's nothing wrong. It's actually a good, it's actually uh, very healthy and it's very growth oriented. A child should be able to come home. Yeah, we had a great time. But we lost. And a child should be able to do that. And the healthy way for a parent is to be able to get that out of their child. And not, uh, you know... Uh, you know. <laughs> so again, I, 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 I could see where sometimes where it gets... I was a general when I was a boss. And I remember I looked. And I went out and I started crying and crying. I, I, I must have cried for about... I don't remember really crying in my life for a while. This is the one time <laughs> that I remember ever crying. I lost the I was a general and I lost color war and it was devastating. Guess what? I'm still around. I'm talking to you today. And both I, so you know, we have to get over it. Sometimes there's nothing wrong with allowing a child to go through a disappointment. I give a brother that this should be the biggest disappointment. That anybody has to ever go through life that they lose color. Right. Okay. And 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 what milas? I mean, what good things come out of it? Do you see any good coming out of Goho? Is it just it just to, to get the kids whipped up and excited? What 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 good things come out of it? 
I, I think what we just spoke about is a wonderful, wonderful Be, being thing. able to be disappointed. <laughs> being able to be disappointed is a that's only half thing. the kids. That's only half. <laughs> that's only half the kids. I hear. I hear. Half the kids are, are, are getting something to call a word. Okay. Put the joke aside for me. There's so many beautiful things. The brachas being usually by a call or for both teams after the war. You know, the polish of the brachas is beautiful. There's other, you know, ruchniistic things which are interjected into color war, which is a beautiful thing that we take advantage because there's so much competition. Um, I think that I think that's where we can really gain from as well. When we we're going to compete anyways, let's. Let's try to throw some ruchnius in there as well. Let's try to make learning groups better. Let's try to make davening community. Do you ever see a kolowod? Do you see the amen yehishmerah that we hear in a kolowod? It's just like uh, beautiful. The shalay l'shma, and that uh, hopefully brings tech shalay l'shma bal I guess. Yeah. These are children. These are children. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. So the, let's talk about the learning. That's uh, very. I'm sure it's a big part of, of your day camp. You're a rebbe. You know. You know what it's like. Can't leave the kids without Tyra. So uh, how do you make sure that uh, the kids take it seriously? The learning. That's a very, very hard. Um, that's one of. That's a very hard thing to do. I mean, I, I, I would say probably one of the harder things in camp to get right. Uh, system. And that's because if you think about it, yeah, the yeshiva and the rebbe comes in as a new rebbe and he has a week or two weeks just to even get acclimated with the, with the, with the Talmudin and then he can figure out this case, oh, this child needs maybe this, this child needs to tinkle with this. You don't have that in a day camp. Definitely don't have that in camp. The whole camp, you only have uh, a month to, to be able to uh, get to a child and be able to understand how a child needs to learn and to be able to succeed with that. The, you, you, everything is so much, uh, you know, it, the trajectory is so much, uh, you know, what, we, what you're trying to get out of a child in camp is so much closer and it, it, it's really, you don't have the time to be able to get that done. So, uh, you really need it to stay out of the Shemaya. There's no, there's no question. When you make the Shiur, you try to take different Yeshivas and you, you, you understand that if there's a child that didn't learn yet Chumish, and uh, even though he's in the same grade, and but you stay in a Shiur with a learning Chumish, and uh, you, you have to be able to look into the children that you have and be able to make those age-appropriate children and be able to make in the age itself. You have different yeshivas, for instance. In fifth grade, they learn the entire Elumitziah. In the other yeshivas, they only learn two, three blot of Elumitziah. Um, yeah, some yeshivas, that infer, you know, in, in pre one a they're already, you know, learning, you know, you know, they're starting Siddur already. And then there's other schools that they do it the next year. So, A, you have to know your clientele. And B, once you know your clientele, you have to make sure that there's an option for where your clientele could be placed in the proper setting so that they can shine as best as they can. What do you mean by clientele? You mean the, 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 the kids themselves? Yeah, you have to know what, you have to know, A, where your kids are holding, the boys that are coming to your camp. You have to know what did they learn. In, in reality, what you're trying to do in the summer, besides, keeping the children 
you know, from being on the streets and giving them a shmir and giving them a good time. In reality, what you're doing is you're preparing them from the grade that they've been in, and you want to make sure that they can get prepared to get into the grade that they're going into. So you have to make sure that you're a good conduit to that. You want to make sure that if it's a first grader that is already doing uh, sitter, uh, you want to make sure, and he's doing Chumash already, you want to make sure that he's going into second grade and working on those skills that he should be prepared for second grade. Um, you, you want to make sure that everybody's in their right position. Uh, that's really what you want to make sure. Mm-hmm. So, and, and does that mean putting kids in different grades for, for learning? Like, a different, do, you, do, you, do you do that? You you mess around with the kids' uh, age. It's, it's something that uh, parents parents don't like. The kids for sure don't like. No, you don't want to mess around with the ages with 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 the with the with the. With the you want to make sure that they're in the right level. So, for instance, if a child is in third grade, I want to make sure that he's gaining what he's supposed to gain from third grade, and be able to apply that to when he gets into fourth grade. Right. But if you're going to have a camp and you're going to put him into a a, a, a level that uh, for him would be a second grade, meaning to say, if let's say they didn't, you know, uh, I'm just giving you a, a marshal. They, they, they start Mishnayis in third grade, uh, in one yeshiva. And then another third grade, they didn't start Mishnayis yet until fourth grade. Mm-hmm. But you have, you have everybody as, as, as third graders, and you stick them all into one cheer, what happens? You mm-hmm. have the children, you haven't even learned Mishnayis yet. They're not really ready for they're that. Ready. So so they're they're going to tune out. They'll tune out. From they're the, going yeah. to tune out. So what you need to do is, even within the grade level, you got to make sure that the children have an appropriate cheer for them in that age level as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So who, who, who teaches the boys? What do you mean? You have, you yeah, in who, day camp? Yeah, in the day camp. Are they counselors that teach in the morning? Or the, or Baruch Hashem. We have professional Rebbeim, Rebbeim that for whatever reason is going to be in the summer, staying in the summer uh, in, in New York. So they come in and they, uh, they're Rebbeim for us. And mm-hmm. plus we also have, we have Kailin the light. You know, there's some clearly people that come in, and really they're getting experience. Get good uh, from from uh, you know starting off. I've had, I guess probably, I've had many, many people currently in the light. I would say that are now rabbeim, full fledged, great fame in different yeshivas, and they started off being a learning ready by us, and that's where really they got you know they popped themselves. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's 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 a it's a good experience because they're they're, they're really giving it's a it's a full it's almost like a full classroom for the summer month. Right, and only that you know think that you know that he doesn't have experience. It's just the opposite. But many times when you have a coiling man and he wants to prove himself because now he's not proving himself because he needs to prove himself, but he, mm-hmm. he needs to work on being able to if he's looking to go into the field. He's, he, he's working on specifics and he's working harder than someone who might be a Rebbe. And okay, I'm just here. Let me, uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying that Rebbeim, you know, Baruch Hashem, you know, the Rebbeim don't really do that, but a, uh, you know, feeling the light, I think, uh, are amazing. They, uh, 
uh, yeah, they're they're fresh. Them. They're fresh. No, because the complaint we hear is that if the rabbim are teaching this the, during the whole year and then they're teaching in the summer, they don't get any break. They're washed out. They're, they're, first of all, they they don't come back to yeshiva f- refreshed. But even in the in the summer, they're like this is their vacation time. They're not they're not into it. Right. Sometimes I can hear that, and there's no question that when you pick up a curling man, and you know that he has, you know, he has a schmuck, a frischer personality, and he's a good hashkafer, and he can give over to the boys. A lot to come out of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> That's very important. Now, you as a rebbe, when you see when you come back to to the classroom in the, in, in, in in September, how do you, how does the summer like this is the break in the summer. How does that, how, you, you see it, you must see the effects of it. Like, how do you, well, what's your impression of it, of this, uh, you know, of this big break of, of the kids' regular learning? It's a, it's a, obviously, it's one of those big questions that, uh, you know, I'll go around every year. We're going to, you know, knock off camp. We're going to, we're going to knock it down to three weeks, to four weeks, to five weeks. And, and I totally, I totally get it. Um, I don't think that it's, uh, I don't think it's a bad idea. I don't, I, I don't know myself. I know that for certain boys, it is the best thing in the world to be able to be in a camp setting. If it was up to me, like I said in the beginning, I would, I would rather have camp 10 months long <laughs> and, uh, maybe two months long yeah. with maybe I'm in those right, two months, right, you know? a lot of breaks. <laughs> but, um, there's a lot children accomplish if it's done right. There's so much that children could accomplish during the summer months. Many times, even more so than in yeshiva. I know I sound a little ridiculous with that, but I, I can't tell you from the experiences that I've had that it's true. Whether or not we want to say that, or you know, to the Hamoyam, I will tell you that there are children that have done tremendously during camp, which I don't know if they would have done that had it been, let's say, yeshiva all year round. Now, you could say that these children would do it within one month as well. That's why I'm not I'm not right, going to right, ask yeah, whether it's six months or eight, six weeks mm-hmm. or eight weeks or ten weeks, but I can tell you that Baruch Hashem, if it's done well, children can gain a lot from camp. Mm-hmm. Very good. Okay, I just want to end off with one one question, one one final, like to share your thoughts. You to speak to the parents. You know, I, I'm a parent, and you know, because I have to pay for day camp. It's serious enough. It costs money. It's not cheap. And uh, you know, the, the attitude could be like, okay, I'm sending my kid. I'm pay- I'm paying for the day camp. Let them take care of my kid in the summer. You know, I'm potter. I'm yaitzim my 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 chiyav chinuch by by sending my kid to to day camp. So, to, to, as a, as a, someone who runs a day camp and as a rebbe, talk to us parents and tell us, no, no, what, we still we still have a job to do. What's that job in the summer? So I'll tell you like this, Aaron, and 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 it's no different than when you send your child to yeshiva. You look into the yeshiva. You want to make sure that the the influences that are going to be with this child, uh, just like you check in, and and hopefully. I'm assuming that us as parents that were checking the yeshiva out and we're checking the ashkaf for the yeshiva and the rebbeim and making sure that it's something suitable for our children to be able to uh, gain the most in that particular specific yeshiva, we must we must do that for camps as well. And and I would say even more so 
by camps. Mm-hmm. Camps with a lot less structure and a lot less uh, sitting and a lot less uh, 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 listening and teaching and classroom. There's a lot more influences going on, whether it's through the counselors, whether it's with uh, whether it's with other friends throughout the day, whether it's the trips, whether whatever it may be. There's a lot more going on. It's not just day camps. I would say even you know I would definitely say with sleepaway camps as much, maybe even more. Because there, it's 24 hours a day, and you're going to be bunking together with the boys. And you want to make sure wherever we do, these are our neshamas. These are our neshamas that you can put an entire lifetime worth of work, and we can, it can go two ways. Yeah, it can go two ways. It could even mock the child in one summer, or we can make the child's life for the rest of his life in one summer. We have to do our just like we would have a business deal. We wouldn't get into a business deal for even $50,000 without doing our due diligence. A lot of kind of a comma for our own children. We shouldn't stop doing our diligence. Mm-hmm. Very good, yeah. It's <laughs> something we should, uh, we should really pay attention to. It's, it's, it's uh, very, very precious the shamas that are given to us, and uh, yeah, we have to do our job. Yeah, Shakaya yeah. Bianchi, thank you so much. We're wishing you a good hatzlacha uh, in the coming summer season, and Yeshvi uh, Matziach with your uh, with with the, the, both the the gashmias and the ruchnias of taking care of our children. Amen. Aaron, thank you so much, and I uh, wish you as well, and you and all your hamadan out here. A wonderful summer, healthy summer, safe summer, and uh, Rufni, stick a summer as well. Kaltov. You've been listening to Chinuch 2.0, a show exploring the changes happening to how we do Chinuch. Chinuch 2.0 is hosted and produced by me, Aaron Parks. You can subscribe to the show on Apple or Google Podcasts, or on our website, chinuchshow.com. For suggestions, comments, or guests' ideas, please visit chinuchshow.com. Thanks for listening.